Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jake Ross. Hi, Joe. And Matt Knight. I am the law. Yes, indeed. We have just been talking about Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd's absolutely fantastic. I especially like the movie Dredd, but we also like the movie Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Maybe for the, mainly for the bit with the three seashells. No, that's, that's, that's demolition. I know, I know. Yes, I'm very well aware. <laughs> Which is also an absolutely fantastic film. It there is was a, good. Did, did you ever go to the... Joe, were you in Brighton when the mm. um, engine room was still around. I do remember the engine rooms, yes. Yeah, so the engine room had a Demolition Man pinball machine downstairs for a, uh, <laughs> so for a really long that. time, which is so that. weird. Like, that movie went... That movie was straight to <laughs> straight to VHS. I, I'm sure it didn't get, make it to the cinema. I, what? Um, Demolition Man, surely. I don't yeah, think it had... I, I don't the think it had a degree of the cast. I'm sure it didn't have a theatrical release. I'm sure mm, it didn't. Maybe not. My, um, my main problem with Judge Dredd was that Sylvester Stone didn't wear the mask for long enough. Like, he only wore it for the first little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I, th- I think in the comic book he never takes it off, right? Well, exactly. You never see his face. But then you wouldn't see Sylvester Stallone's face. Ah, it is a good face. <laughs> I love the fact I just had a look. Demolition Man. Uh, I think it... Yeah, it came out October 8th, 1993. And was considered year. As, and considered an excess, a successful a successful film for Stallone. He's mm. now forgot his name in that film. His character name is Sergeant John Spartan. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, I tell that you what, good. I, just a good hero's name. I, I watched another classic movie just just to finish round it off, which was mm. on TV the other day. Blade. Oh. Hadn't seen him for ages, and how like. 90s that film is it, it's unbelievable it was, uh, it was the problem around that time it was just before uh directors and artistic directors realized that it might be good to train actors in weapons use you know whether that's shooting a gun or or fighting with swords and there was just zero of it in blade so the fight in blade where they're fighting with swords they're just standing toe to toe like just you know Doing their blades side to side really, really quickly with like nothing else happening. It was always yeah. uh, it. Um... It was the first of the like Marvel resurgence, though, wasn't it? Oh, uh, and, yeah, Blade. Yeah, was yeah. It? yeah. Um, yeah 90, so. so the first Blade was nineteen ninety eight, and wow. then X Men was two thousand. I mean, those movies feel like. They are a million years apart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, just looking at some of the early Marvel movies. So, I mean, Captain America was first released in 1944. Um, and then there was a Howard the Duck movie in 1986. Then The Punisher in 89. Captain America in 1990. Then an unreleased Fantastic Four movie in 1994. Oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah, who knows? Unreleased. Is it yeah. going to be better than uh, Nick Cage's Superman? It? Superman Lives. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know stuff. who any of these people are by name, so we'll oh, just ignore oh, it. Um, but yeah, then Blade, X-Men, Blade 2, Spider-Man, Daredevil, X2. I don't know what that is. What is? X2. Oh, that's just X- another X-Men movie. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, and uh, that's uh, as many of the Marvel wow. films as I'm willing to read off this yeah, list. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Well, there we go. Anyway, let's talk about some guitar stuff because we are fast approaching Black Friday and Gear of the Year, and that means that there's lots of, you know, lots of ridiculous discounts on things at the moment um, and also, you know, lots of things coming out. Plus, we're getting sent all the stuff that we didn't have already for Gear of the Year from Band. So we're going to be talking about some of that because some of it is pretty cool. Before we start talking about those things, this is a slight tiny tangent. I appreciate the whole start was a was a big old tangent. But um, uh, I posted something on the Guitar Nerds Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum, dear listener, where I was just like, look, these are some cool... This is for listeners... Uh, who record at home? There are some incredible plugin deals um, going on at the moment. The best thing about plugins is because they're not physical. When a when a company wants to actually discount them, they can really uh, they can really actually discount them by tons and tons. And pluginboutique.com have done just that with a number of their um, a number of their plugins. So um, I I posted a link on the group to four that I thought were especially good deals. Normally, most of them are sort of 60, 70 pound plugins that have been reduced to less than a fiver. What? Um, yeah, which is wow. really good. Yeah, there's like a, their DB33, which is like a cool vintage organ for £3.95. I know organs are something that everyone has access to. Most doors come with something built in, but this it's very, very good um and is no money at all but then even like complicated stuff like uh their expand to software which is sort of rack synths that allow you to you know adds all sorts of texture to anything that you're uh you know that you're already that you already have as a as a stem in your session that's that's come down from 45 quid to four pounds so uh and there's a, a load of other stuff some cool retro drum machines in there loom as well which is a really good modular synth thing all of all of them are like you know three four pounds down from 60 70 100 quid so very very worth checking out you can find that on the uh, on the facebook group as i said dear listener um but yeah just have a look around for plug-in deals at the moment lots of companies seem to be jumping on it and uh which is <laughs> which is great because there's loads of cool cheap stuff but um before we talk about other guitar things i need to introduce our new patrons um for this uh, for this week so welcome to to ben howell um hello ben to jonathan hafferty and to james Dorr, who has upgraded to the uh, to the top tier um, so yes, welcome. Actually, Jonathan has also upgraded to the top tier. So uh, welcome both. Crikey, welcome you must both. be doing something right, Joe. I, I mean, personally, I don't see it, but well, um, it, you know, it's it's nice that other people do. It, it seems like I'm appealing to less people, but more wealthy people, um, because we've actually we we are five. These patrons are three millionaires. Down. Are that you? Just, yes, yeah, clearly, those, clearly. Oh, good, gotcha, good. But we're we're five patrons down month on month. But we're we are eight dollars up month on month, so uh, you know, so that's uh, that's not too shabby. I'm pretty happy with that. Appealing to the wealthy. That's uh, good. That's uh, that's what we want to do. Anyway, so yeah, let's talk about some of the gear of the year stuff. Fortune five hundred nerds, our new uh, <laughs> our new spin-off podcast. Uh, yeah, that's actually a great idea. So, um, <laughs> speaking of expensive things, uh, the Chase Bliss Automaton preamp turned up this week. That was nice. Do that again. Uh, the Chase Bliss Automaton pre preamp. Oh, no, 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 no. There was more of a preamp. pop. Preamp. There we yeah, go. Yeah, nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah that's good. what it is. I've just realised. What? That's what. That's what's doing it. That's what's causing people to upgrade, is you popping. Ah, yes, of course. My wonderful addiction. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, the Chase Bliss Benson uh, Automaton Preamp Mark II. My goodness, it is very good. Um, so is it, we is it weighty? Does it does it feel premium? It's got That's a decent weight. It's got a decent weight. I expected the faders to be heavier, a heavier weight. You know. Oh, okay. More resistance. Yeah, but they're quite light 
but obviously they have to be because they're mechanical. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this because this product technically was announced last year, but it never ever came out. And we thought about including it in last year's gear of the year, but then we were like, none of us have got to try it. It really hasn't landed. It wouldn't be you it wasn't know, finished. fair. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't really finished. So, so we've added it this year, and Joel's been kind enough to to send us one of these, you know, fantastic units. I mean, the Benson preamp, just anyway, on its own, was an incredible and is an incredible sounding preamp. Yeah. One of the best sounding preamps for guitar or bass that you can possibly get. It's very, very good. So adding all the the features that you get with the with the preamp Mark II is just fantastic. One of the things that's kind of missing from the Benson preamp for me is controllable mids, um, which is of course added. Well, with... so you can turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got mids and you've also got frequency, which is like a, the Q uh, that you can move around as well. And then, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, Matt, maybe you'd be best to do like a an overview of the automaton for the listener. Okay. Yeah. So, flying faders, we've all seen them. We all want them. And that's what they've built into the automaton. So the automaton is not the name of the actual pedal itself. It's their series. Um, so this one's yeah the preamp Mark II. So it's Chase Bliss effectively designing the hardware. Um, and then sort of Benson sort of providing the, um, okay, I wouldn't say software because it's not digital, but they're kind of yeah. the inner the- workings of a, of a pedal. So in that, in this case, the you know their their preamp. So what you've got is basically sliders for volume, treble, middle, um, and bass, is which is what you'd expect maybe from a sort of more complex drive pedal. And then the mids, you can select which frequency you want. And again, so on the face of it, the sliders do what most pedals would do on a knob, for example. Um, but where this evolves a little bit more is that you've got... Um, because the Benson is so versatile and it does, you know, some distortion stuff, more fuzzy stuff, you you can effectively um, select where you want the mids to sit. You can affect what sort of diode you want, silicon or germanium, and that will obviously affect... Or you, you can know, have it off as well. And you can turn it off. So that will affect... Uh, one, it will affect the gain level, but it will also affect how responsive it is to how you play. Um, and then you can have like a gate on the fuzz as well, you know, and there's a couple of different things that you can kind of tailor, like the Q frequency. You can select how wide it is or how wide the mid frequency scoops. Um, and all of that leads to a really flexible and versatile, you know, drive pedal, you know, everywhere from boost to some really sort of disgustingly gnarly fuzz sounds um but i think what's cool is obviously there's a lot of other pedals that do a similar thing and then you're like i can't have presets and obviously this is where this comes in the fact that you can have presets and then as you do that it will jump uh you know all the faders um and everything but i've seen a really great thing with uh someone using uh an ipad app called ribbon which is andy offling who I've, I've mentioned a few times the last few weeks and it's basically automating the faders oh nice um using this thing <laughs> called ribbon so he's doing eno style generative music you know where it like sort of loops in on itself and modulates and he's using ribbon to like modulate the faders like over time stuff like that which i think is like pretty is that that is just mad um and i think this is you know this is the gateway i guess into them doing more of that i mean the fact that you can have an expression pedal in and you can slide the faders up in real time yeah um it being midi controllable so you can assign this to an external controller as well is very useful because of course it has it does have two foot switches one's obviously you're yeah. off on your bypass and the other one scrolls through your presets you do have a jump button so that you can flick to zero or five because there are 10 presets um it was zero to nine presets. yeah so um yeah, I think it's basically an incredibly versatile drive pedal that you can just set in a multitude of different ways. And then it just so happens that it's in this really fancy package, I guess. I, that, to, that to me, the faders and all of that is a bonus, I think. It's the design and the taking something that's so good and actually is not super widely known, the Benson preamp. Although we've raved about it a bit and loved it, I think in the wider world, maybe 
it's it's finding its feet still, you know, and it's finding its way onto more boards, and they've sort of taken that and evolved it into the next into the next level. I, I can't I can't believe how good it is, how incredibly versatile it is. I set up like a few presets for myself on there, actually running it with bass. I thought it sounded absolutely incredible on bass and i was able to you know set the priest the presets up so it gave me like a, a subby tone like a, a dead clean really subby tone gave me a sort of a, a light drive then it could give me a really clangy overdrive and then a normal fuzz and then a really gated fuzz and i scrolled through those as as sort of the the presets and obviously you take a like a, a midi switcher um with this i was using the mellow audio uh midi commander and i can essentially assign those to the eight buttons on there and all of a sudden i that's pretty much every tone you're gonna need you, you know for, well, for I, a, a good sort of span of you know normal track tones i think this is going to be the interesting thing because this year as well and obviously, you know, for gear of the year, we always pick the gear that we've tried because obviously we can give a fairer opinion. But obviously, at the same time, they've taken the automaton platform and teamed with Meris to make the CXM1978, which is their reverb. And like you said, this is something that it just takes distortion to the next level. And this, I've just watched so many demos, it just takes reverb to the next level. It just, it's... it just sounds. Well, I was watching this stream and someone asked. You know, Trace Bliss and Maris, like, how long is the reverb? And they were like, it's infinite. And if you can just, you can literally just set it and it will just go on forever. And wow. it's just, it's, um, it just sounds so magical. And I think this is the thing. It's, I think this is just, you know, there's a lot of research and development and a project that's doing something that's so very different into the market. Reminds me of like the Moog pedals. Um, you know, like the freak box and the ring and being in that big box and going, you know, we're not going to try and fit everything into a normal size case. We are going to do something a bit different. We are going to push things a bit further. And, you know, just do everything that Chase Bliss does, you know, take, you know, Drolo and old blood noise and put them together to make an ambient pedal and taking those circuits and building it into their hardware. Um, I think it's amazing. I I can't wait to see what what comes next. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what delay I, pedal they do what delay <laughs> pedal they do oh, yeah it'd be so good i mean to put it in perspective obviously these are <gasps> not cheap um i want a phaser where they move all the faders move with the phase yeah it you know what it reminds me of there was a there was a wasn't a phaser but it was called the mirth uh, which Moog, Moog did a pedal called the Murph, which had like ten sliders on it, and each one was a frequency band, and then it like sequenced through the uh, the frequency band. I was like, oh, maybe you could do something with like a filter. Yeah. What cool. like the you? Oh, is, you, oh, I you see what you mean. Create the shape. I, I see what you, you mean. It the had shape, actual yeah. um, EQ sliders on there, mm. and then yeah, and it had physical sliders on there, and you could uh, like like step. sample. Yeah, like a step sequencer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Very but cool. um, the the CXM. I mean, these pedals are not cheap. I mean, seven hundred and forty nine pounds for the preamp Mark Two. Is yes. it forty nine dollars? Sorry, seven hundred and forty nine dollars. And uh, eight hundred and ninety nine dollars for the CXM, which is going by a famous uh, online retailer uh, as a single. I would say as a single effect, so not a multi effects, not a switcher, as a something you put on the floor is the most expensive pedal you can buy at the moment. Hmm. Do you but think I would say do you think that's going to play against it in gear of the year this year? Um hmm it in always ways, it always does. It yeah, always does. Prior, that's the thing yeah. is we can we can say what we want but it it always does. I don't think I've ever heard anything sound as good as this. Like I I'll be fighting hard for this in gear of the year. I was I was relatively like oh the the mechanical faders are you know a gimmick that don't need to be there sort of thing. I, that was kind of what I was going into this pedal thinking. I was thinking it would be good, but it will just be a gimmick. And I don't care about this over complex stuff. It's not really my bag, but just sound quality, just what this pedal sounds like plugged in is unbelievable. I don't think of it. I've heard anything better well, than that. When you've got the connection to the, the equipment, it does. Yeah. Uh... The thing for me that worries me is the mechanical faders, like as a, as a thing, <laughs> you know, I, um, 
yeah, I I showed a, a picture of of the of the pedal to my band, and my my drummer is a a sound engineer, and he was like, "Oof, mechanical faders! You don't want to get that anywhere near a gig." Well, yeah, and, I mean that's the thing is, is you know, if you, you or me, if you or me had it, it, we would you know using it live, we'd probably spill beer on it. Yeah, but then again, yeah, is that what you? You know, he well, gets yeah. his paintbrush out every day and dusts his <laughs> pedal board. So. Uh, yeah, the the biggest risk with with it being in Matt's bedroom is that he'll 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 accidentally he'll make some music that's so emotional he will cry. <laughs> the salt will yeah. evaporate will erode away the uh, the solder points. No, I mean I I think it's you you kind of have to think about it in its position in the market. I mean, realistically, how many people are using this and taking it out for a gig well i'm thinking about it but well, yeah but you you're a completely you think about a lot of things, wally. Like, to, to be honest do you know what what i actually did i realized i loved the sound of this and i immediately contacted benson to get a benson preamp because gotcha. i was like well that one doesn't have faders i can probably trust it on my pedal board and whilst yeah. I, I can't scroll through all the options at least i can get one of the sounds yeah you know. so what for guitar or bass for bass i just for thought bass, as, to, to I, use it like I, as a as like a a bass drive, I thought it was incredible. All the tones were amazing. Obviously, it was a great bonus that it could do the fuzz things for me. But you know, yeah. other pedals can do that. You know, so that wasn't that wasn't a make or break. I love that it's in one box. But the thing that really did it for me on bass was actually just the sort of uh, like a light to medium drive, like using it as as your sort of driven amp tone. So not not crazy all out drive, which was still fine. I just thought as a gritty old school clangy bass tone it it sounded absolutely amazing for that sort of thing and so i imagine you know I, I imagine the the benson preamp will be able to just be an always on with that sort of well, I'll, nice I'll, I'll take the uh, i'll take the automaton off your hands and joke uh, i haven't yeah. said that I did. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> obviously it does have to do the do the rounds now other kind of high-end pedals that we've also received this week that we're considering for gear of the year this year is favourite of Matt Knight. Matt Knight, last time this company lent us a pedal, you bought it from them. Origin Effects. Yes. And uh, it was the, uh, what was the tremolo reverb? That the they Revival did? Trem. The Revival Trem. That's right. Now, this one is the Magma 57. Introducing the Eventide Black Hole Reverb Pedal. Like all Eventide pedals, Black Hole allows players to fine-tune every aspect of the effect. With its new, user-friendly, intuitive interface, just about anyone can shoot for the moon and land beyond the known universe. With Black Hole, users can pick and choose from five otherworldly presets to create supermassive atmospheres with the ethereal reverb of Black Hole. Soar through nimbus clouds with the airy delay of dark matter, achieve sonic supernovas with the resounding swirls of nebula, experience an unchanged charted galaxy of sound with the warmth of singularity and achieve a stellar rotation of sonority with pulsar or get creative and create presets of your own black hole can load as many as 127 presets via midi all accessible via the preset list on the eventide device manager for your mac or pc Black Hole opens boundaries with two types of infinite reverb, infinite mode and freeze mode. The scope for creativity with this pedal is almost unending. Check out the Eventide Black Hole at eventideaudio.com. So uh, for anyone unfamiliar, the uh, NAM release from Origin, you know, way back in January was the Revival Trem. So this was their brown panel uh, sort of 60s Fender design of an amp so basically recreating the pedal in an analog the sorry recreating the amp the power amp of that amp in a in an analog pedal format that's what revival uh, or origin effects have done and you've just got you know gain tone and volume but they've also added in a bias tremolo so that's physically like a bias tremolo in an amp is pushing and pulling the valve power um and for me you know i expected Oh, just a, a really nice tremolo sound, but it was a really, really good drive pedal, low gain yeah. or high gain to get that kind of fuzzy, overdriven, uh, cranked fender um, thing. And that's what I loved about it. As soon as I plugged it in, I was like, man, it just feels so nice to play because it feels like playing an amp. Feels um, more organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then they go and hit me right in the face <laughs> in um, 
you know, in uh, in November with the Magma 57. So I'm instantly like, right, same same uh, pedal design. It's also got an LED that, like, you know, flashes, you know, instantly in. Um, and they've basically, same sort of concept, so that amp, amp in a box, um, but they have recreated the acclaimed... 50s magnetone 200 um and the magnetone didn't have uh tremolo it had vibrato um so this is far more of that sort of amp designs a little bit more gain in it different vibe uh in the tone stack although it looks similar um but obviously instead of a tremolo you've got this this vibrato which um just sounds amazing it just sounds i mean i love vibrato i mean tremolo's obviously wicked but vibrato has got a far more in some ways you play more you when you're using a tremolo you play more to the tremolo but a vibrato sits more in the background so you feel like you can have it on more often that's why joe's band's got vibrato on 100 percent of the time <laughs> yeah. and um i just think it it just uh it looks great i mean the gold um knobs on it look amazing but the great thing about these pedals for me and this isn't a situation i necessarily use it in um is the post drive eq and you can actually plug this straight into a power amp um this actually works as a standalone preamp pedal so you can actually go straight into a um a mixing console yeah just at the flick of the switch away. yeah it actually it's it, it sort of recommends it says you know if you want to use it like this straight into a door just make sure you've got a cab sim going on yeah. as well but yeah. yeah um but yeah so the magnetones i mean i don't where people are probably more familiar with a fender sound probably less familiar with a magnetone sound mm. and if you ever heard a magnetone or you've seen them i remember seeing them at nam and they have true stereo vibrato they sound pretty uh pretty damn amazing um and uh yeah so this is this the same idea as the uh the revival trend but this is based on a, an old magnetone uh, it very, sounds amazing cool. cannot wait to uh to try it and and a B it pretty premium priced again i think these ones yeah are. three 360 um 360 pounds for pennies the in comparison to the pedal we spoke about last yeah i yeah, I mean, there's so much more that goes into the the automatone, I guess, in some ways. But these feel like an absolute brick. That's what oh, I mean. That's what I love. So I get them out of the bottle, you're them. just like, this feels, you know, absolutely. Are those knobs? Good. Those knobs are gold, right? Solid gold. Solid gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no wonder it's expensive. Um, <laughs> and is that case? That case is actually silver. Yeah, solid silver. <laughs> Platinum foot switches. Yeah, good as um, me. But one Me- thing smelt them down, boys. Smelt them down. Yeah, yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. That's Christmas on the cupboard. Frankincense <laughs> and myrrh. <laughs> um, but I think um, one thing that I, I do love, which is a great design choice, which I remember talking to uh, one of the people at now about, is that you've got the foot switch in option, which allows you to remotely foot uh, turn on the tremolo or vibrato effect and tap tempo the speed so oh, but you how, it... how are you gonna how, how are you gonna do that i don't i don't, I don't oh understand. well you might oh, using something use... like a using something like a gig rig yes. i assume yeah yes. yeah of course exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, gotcha. so you know cool perfect. right so moving on moving um... on um <laughs> so yeah i think that was a, a wonderful design choice even if it was uh you know just for for losers like me <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, no, super, super, super excited um, to hear that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, really, I mean, really that cool. sounds that sounds great. It's sounds... gear of the year is going to be a real tough one in the pedals category because there have been it is some every strong. Year. Yeah, I mean, it is every year. You're absolutely right, but it is especially strong this year on the kind of um, on the slightly more affordable things that we've been uh, that we've been sent. The Old Blood Noise Endeavors Visitor. Now, there are two things, obviously, the uh, dear listener, I don't know if the ad will have come up at, uh, for, for you yet, but there is um, uh, Old Blood Noise Endeavours are reintroducing the Black Cap, um, their, their dual series parallel tremolo. They're reintroducing that. It was part of their Black Friday. They, they released it just for Black Friday last year. This year, they are reintroducing it for Black Friday, and then uh, so only on Black Friday, and then they're keeping it as a current 
model in their lineup which is pretty cool and you can also get 15 percent off on black friday on everything on their shop which is very good including their gear of the year submission which is the visitor which is their parallel they're getting very into this obviously old blood are very into doing things parallel um but it's their parallel multi-modulator pedal so you've got two it's blendable modulation your first modulation can be tremolo chorus or phaser and then your second uh, modulation can be tremolo or chorus and then you just have like a blend um uh, like a mix between them so rate regen and depth and then uh you can control the mix and how much the secondary is actually kind of coming through as well um uh or, or is uh, the secondary knob actually sorry a, a correction there the secondary knob simultaneously controls the depth rate and delay for the second modulation the sort nice. of background modulation which is very cool um running this kind of having two parallel choruses for me i thought sounded absolutely incredible i was a big fan of that sound right whenever uh, you're using chorus the one thing you want is more, more chorus <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes but and, and also i thought running a really slow phaser with uh with like a tremolo on the secondary as well was just yeah, gorgeous good. like really thick really lush really well, super I think, usable um, running stuff in parallel is something that not many people get the option to actually yeah. do or try exactly um, so putting it into do, one it box makes, it makes such a big yeah difference it's like especially to modulation yeah it's like you were saying um quite a few months ago now with the ls2 and running a drive pedal in there and then using the second loop with nothing in it as as you're clean and blending between the two yeah you know parallel drive you know makes a huge difference because you've got more of that clean signal coming through and i think parallel with modulation if using something like a chorus and a phaser it helps sort of give you the shimmer but also give you a little bit of that kind of sway movement or you know tremolo can sound a bit too intense but it sounds yeah. really good with you know other things so i think that's um it's it's great it just makes all your modulation more three-dimensional um mm. and and you're, you're absolutely right like it is it's complicated to set things up in parallel to actually you know use a pedal board in that way so giving people that option in one in one little box that you can just you know Plug straight into your board is very very cool i think this is one of the richest luscious sounding modulation pedals we've tried this year um, um i have to also just uh call out the fact that the artwork is of course as all upload old blood noise pedals are yeah uh fantastic so it's yeah. called the visitor and um the cover is this really nice kind of relatively uh simple looking drawing of of a of a person uh stood in what looks like a bush looking out with a with a a look of kind of disbelief on their face and i can only assume that it's implied that this person has just witnessed the landing of a ufo and is hiding in the bushes and they're looking out at this uh this visitor to earth um <laughs> yes. it looks incredible i mean that's what i'm getting from it maybe i'm yeah. reading a bit too much no, into no, it yeah absolutely because initially and- i was really gutted that it wasn't i thought it was going to be a nana visitor uh signature pedal from who obviously played kira narice in star trek ds9 <laughs> for like close to 200 episodes and i was very disappointed to find that it wasn't a nana visitor signature uh chorus pedal but um having looked at the artwork i think that it's it's uh, suitably uh alien enough me to uh, give it my seal of approval. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
It is. It's uh, it's uh, super cool. And and actually, Jay, if you like the artwork so much, you'll be pleased to know that you get a poster of the artwork yeah, with the always. pedal. Bloody uh, as, as we mention every time we talk about our blood noise endeavors, I'm sure it's getting dull, listener. But you you do the uh, the instruction manual folds out to a lovely poster of the artwork, and I think the artwork is something old blood take very seriously, and it's really cool. It's a lovely, it's a wonderful little feature to have on top of a really cracking pedal. Well, we've talked about lots of pedals. We should talk about a guitar because one of the guitars that's going to be entering gear of the year, which we got this week, was uh, from our good friends at Music Man. Um, lovely, lovely Music Man. They've, of course, they've done very well on gear of the year on years gone by with the St. Vincent, with the Valentine. Did anything else do well? Just those Mariposa. Two. Mariposa, of course, did very well. Albert Lee, I think we, I mean, we've talked about a lot. I don't yeah. yeah, maybe no. not Gear of the Year, but we definitely yeah, talked yeah. about it a lot. And then, of course, you have their other sort of non-signature guitars, which are the uh, the Cutlass and, uh, oh, what's the other one? What's the one that's not a Cutlass? Stingray. The Stingray, that's it, of course. You've got the Cutlass and the Stingray. And to join those two guitars, Music Man have, of course, released the Sabre. The Sabre was a a bass guitar model that they've made so it's a it's the same body shape as that but this is the saber guitar um really interesting addition uh for music man because i kind of feel like the stingray and the cutlass the thing that they both they they were both quite vintage inspired and whilst everything about a, a music man is very modern music man's you know proprietary pickups the the feel of the neck the the torrified maple that they use everything about it feels very modern but they did have a very traditional look and so to appease the sort of player looking for a high quality super style instrument who might buy a dk24 um uh or an an az uh an ibanez az They've introduced something for that sort of player in the Sabre. So a much cleaner, slightly offset Super Strat, a scratch plateless, um, a pair of humbuckers, their trim system, five-way switch, incredible sort of bird's eye baked maple neck, and then a range of very lovely figured finishes. Yeah, I'm, um, I think as well, because uh, uh, it's a Kume body, yeah. Uh, with a maple top, you know, so you're not, it's not super, super heavy. Um, I think these, I think these look great. I think the Cobra Burst looks yeah. wicked. It's, it's sort of like, I mean, even the logo, the Sabre logo looks a bit 80s. I mean, that was um, the original logo from the base. Yeah, I just think it is, I don't know. I, I, I really like them. I mean, the pictures they always put up, they put great pictures up. You know the cobra looks great. It's a great top. They mm. use. You know, They've sent really us the nice... honeysuckle. We've got the honeysuckle. Um, that's. The I was hoping for the boogie one. burst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bo- bougie burst. Yes, that one. Uh, which is the red one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think they look great. I think for someone who wants more of a modern-ish music man, who's not going to go down the route of um, a Mariposa or a Saint Vincent, mm. I guess mm. it's it's a great choice. I mean great specs um, i didn't realize it was akume that's uh that's really interesting because yeah. akume well i mean we've talked about this before because it's a it's a type of uh type of mahogany um i think uh, yeah yeah it is yeah that's right that is correct like a lightweight although i've just i've just googled because i was sure that it was and i've just googled it and i've come up with the wood database um, <laughs> no, it definitely is. For all things, uh, and, uh, is and uh, they. Oh no, it's just a comment from uh, Mark, uh, Mark Packham, I assume, uh, <laughs> saying Akume is not a type of mahogany. Oh, um, so I don't know. I thought it was a type of mahogany, but um, yeah, okay. that is. Uh, it's got a uh, janker hardness of four hundred pounds. Oh wow, uh, that's incredible. Four hundred pounds per foot, I guess that is. Um, oh. Just in case you were interested, I did think it was heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the uh, modulus of rapture 
is £10,870 per foot per square inch. I see. I see. Okay. So, well, that yeah, makes, pretty interesting. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, now I, now I understand the Yanker hard, Yanka hardness. I mean, I'm, I'm fully, fully in. I, I really should have looked that mm, up before... Mm before this podcast so sorry for letting me down reintroducing the old blood noise endeavors black cap previously available in extremely limited quantities for black friday this year old blood are committing the black cap to their permanent product line the black cap is a dual asynchronous tremolo a uniquely voiced interpretation of the white cap the black cap retains the analog tremolo side of the original and takes the highly functional digital tap side into the realms of harmonic tremolo allowing the player to toggle series and parallel and run analog into digital or both side by side that plus volume boosts for each side ramp mode to shift the speed via holding the tap switch and an expression jack for external tap controls the black cap is a slice of extremely cool plus this year for black friday old blood noise endeavors are running a 15 percent off all products from Black Friday through to Cyber Monday. That's the 27th to the 30th of November. Or November 27 to November 30, as you say. So grab a bloody good deal from a bloody good brand at oldbloodnoise.com. This episode of Guitar Nerds is brought to you by Shergold Guitars and their latest electric guitar, The Provocateur. Celebrated by Total Guitar Magazine as one of the most refined single cuts on the market with endlessly satisfying playability and a flawless set of tones. The Shergold Provocateur combines remarkable specification with a retro vibe for a unique and bona fide rock guitar. From the brand that once powered the likes of Joy Division and is now championed by modern guitar pioneers and So I Watch You From Afar and many others comes a fresh and exciting range of electric guitars. Designed by legendary British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle and featuring a roasted mahogany neck and a solid mahogany body loaded with USA-made Seymour Duncan pickups, it's easy to see why Guitarist Magazine officially voted The Provocateur one of the best electrics of 2019. You can find your nearest Shergold dealer at shergoldguitars.com and if you're not in the UK, don't fear. Many UK-based Shergold dealers have super awesome international shipping options to guarantee your Shergold will make it to you in the most far-flung of places. Proudly stand out from the crowd and discover yours today at shergoldguitars.com. Shergold Guitars. Be your own original. One thing I've got to say about the Music Man website, which I think they do absolutely fantastically is when you scroll to the bottom of a page you get their specs and then you can pick any other guitar to then compare it to and it gives you the exact same list that you can then uh, go through and go oh right i can see i can see the differences and i'm just comparing it to the vantine really interesting you know uh, scale length neck radius uh frets you know woods you know neck woods neck join all the same um the differences oh really are, yeah the differences are coming in um the neck width um with the um the valentine, valentine being, being wider no being much thinner oh interesting actually. um the thing about the valentine is it starts thin and gets much thicker um where Taper. the the uh, Saber starts a bit thicker and then sort of maintains a little bit more of that. Um, but yeah, really, really interesting. Um, and obviously fingerboard difference, um, I think on the Saber, depending on the one you go for, you can have maple, rosewood or ebony, um, which I think is quite cool. Um, That's very cool. Yeah, the honeysuckle and the... Uh, Cobra Burst and Maple Bougie Burst is the uh, Rosewood and the Cobra Burst no not the Blue Burst sorry is the Ebony I actually think the Ebony the Ebony board might be a winner on that yeah looks like a great guitar Uh, really and I mean again everything that Music Man make I'm just I'm sort of in love with 
yeah, the, just the the quality is just so it's, very it's, extremely high. <laughs> it's interesting because I'm like, oh, do you know? Really, really would like a, a new guitar. Definitely can't afford one. But every time yeah. I'm like, you know, keep saying every week, oh, I really want like a you know, white penguin or white falcon dream guitar. And then every time I go on the Music Man website, I'm like, they just make the best guitars. Every yeah. time I look at, it, I'm just like, I'd have almost any any Music Man. I think probably wouldn't have the silhouette. That's the only one I don't like. That's really? the weird three pickup one. I'm, yeah, I'm not Humbucker sure on, on that with the Lukather, really. Um, but you know, yeah, pretty much everything, everything else on their website is an absolute winner. Now, staying, absolutely. staying on the on the on the tack of of guitars, we haven't spoken about this yet. We really should talk about the the um, the new Epiphones that have that that we're quite excited about having uh, landed. They've. Uh, they finally uh, reissued the Crestwood, the Wiltshire, and the Coronet, all at incredibly affordable prices. All part of this new, inspired by Gibson, um, uh, you know, thing that uh, the Epiphone have been going down recently, which is wonderful. It means we get corrected headstocks, really great looking old school Epiphone headstocks, and it's lovely to have that gorgeous double cut. You know that it's just such a wonderful shape, the that coronet body shape, and to have it available as the crest with the Wiltshire and the coronet um, is absolutely fantastic. Cool I, kind of range of options. I really like the uh, the description on the, this press release of the Wiltshire, which says the Epiphone Wiltshire is a no nonsense rocker, which is basically me. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm fully fully on board with that. That's quality. And the Wiltshire come with oh, is it the Crestwood that comes with the big tremolo? Yeah, the Crestwood. The Crestwood has got the uh, the kind of maestro style trim. I don't yeah. think it is a maestro. And mini humbuckers uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's cool. Right. I can see that one being easily the least popular. Well, it's uh, weird because that was the one that was available. That from from my memory, and Matty, maybe you can suggest otherwise. But that was always the one that was like more like relatively available like because the coronet hasn't been available i don't think i think the i mean from epiphone at least it's like nine i think it's 99 the wilshire yeah. um, was the one that was the, available back when we were working at Gap. the wilsh the wilshire yeah. was available for a while but then i think the coronet had a reasonably oh, recent really? resurgence right. um because wasn't there a green one i feel like there was a, a like a inverness green or something like that um that was available. I'm just going to have a look. I need to take 2020 off of there. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that there was a there was a green one that was available fairly recently. Um, mm, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, I, not I, sure. Not sure. The, yeah. I mean, I, I expected to be all about the Coronet in this one because the Coronet's coming with a lovely dogged P90 and it's just got the simple junior style wraparound mm. bridge. I mean, everything about it screams cool. It's like a super, you know, hive style guitar. And, and mm. I love those sort of junior setups anyway with the P90s. But I have to say the Wilch, it looks absolutely stunning in the sort of satin black with a dark torque guard with that Epiphone E in the middle of the scratch plate and a pair of non-dog-eared uh, uh, P90s, yeah, um, and the proper bridge. I mean, that I can't believe these. They're turning these out for four hundred pounds a pop. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 the more I look at the uh, the Crestwood, the more I'm not into it. The sort of the weird oblong uh, inlays. I can't get behind those either. I, I mean, mm. I just, I, the whole thing seems like something you'd be into. It's just so. Oh, really? It's mm. just so weird. There's just so much. It, it's like someone has looked at the option sheet and yeah, then just said, "Yeah, I'll have, I'll have all of button. that. I'll have all of that. Thank you." You know, yeah. and um, I, I don't know. That just seems exactly like the sort of thing you'd like. <laughs> oh, do, oh, we've got this really ridiculous trim that's going to be really difficult to use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds fantastic. I'll, I'll take two. You know, I. Do, <laughs> it's, yeah. 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 I. I um. Yeah. I. Th- I. I definitely remember the Wilshire being around for a while although these ones do look different than the ones i remember yeah um but this 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 um the wheelshare in in black uh, with that guard i think just looks absolutely i think it looks great i think it looks i think as a guitar and something a bit different and a bit more rocky i i think i think this is a real winner i really do yeah 
Yeah, um, I completely agree. I think these are going to sell by the bucket load, to be honest, as soon as they, as they land. It's... Um, Epiphone just seemed to be so corrected now. Like uh, the you know the the autumn interesting retro headstocks, actually paying attention to their heritage. Like this is super cool, incredibly affordable coolness. I'm uh, I'm mm. very up for this. Um, now uh, on the you know on the gear of the year front, Jay, you actually you picked up something that we're going to be talking about for gear of the year. Um, it's it's always tough for Fender. And especially tough this year because Fender released so much stuff. But um, I, whilst we haven't officially decided, I imagine we're going to end up talking about the American Professional 2 series of guitars a lot on Gear of the Year, just because that is the, you know, that is the standard for Fender. Um, and the fact that they've introduced a new one this year, I think, is obviously very important and something that we need to take notice of but you've picked up one of the jazz masters yeah i mean we talked about it briefly last week uh but i've had a bit more time to sort of play around with it and they they're just fantastic the so i i can't remember if i talked about it but the the trem has been redesigned for the for the jazz master and uh it uses this new it's it's been called the panorama trem uh, which basically it kind of feels a bit more like a strat tremolo, um, and uh, it's just it's just really nice. I mean, I, I have played jazz masters where when they've been set up, the trem has worked really well. Uh, but you know, by and large, the trem is always a, a bit of a labour of love for people, and I just don't think you're going to get that with this. I just think it's it's going to work, and it just it feels really really nice. Um, and uh, yeah, just the whole series is great. I mean, the, the the Jazz Master and the Strat for me are the two that I think are the real winners. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think they're they're really do you, good. Do, do you think that's because a, a telly um, kind of works less with modern appointments, or maybe doesn't need modern appointments quite as much as a Strat or a Jazz Master? No, I, d- I don't think that is the case. And and actually, the the telly has got um, it's got the kind of uh, you've still got the three brass saddles. It's got the the the, the proper bridge on it. Oh, really? You know, what what right. we would consider the proper bridge. The proper bridge. Um, yeah. In in terms of like the kind of, um, uh, yeah, like basically like a fifty two telly bridge. It's got that, and in fact, you can get it in a in a butterscotch blonde. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For, just I think for me, in terms of kind of the the real step ups. I mean, because the American Pro tellies are great. Like. The, they're fantastic. They always have been. But the for me, the big real kind of improvements are the Strat. Is, the Strat is so good. It's so good. And if you get a chance to see one in the Miami blue finish, I mean, that is the one. Is that me. is that the blue to black? Burst? No. So oh, that's no, called right. Dark Knight, which right. is what I've got in the Jazzmaster. Um, and I'll get that over to you when I can, okay. uh, when I can... W- be willing to let it go um but uh but no the um the miami blue is the new kind of blue finish and it's it's incredible it is incre- it's my favorite i was trying to think of how to phrase this because uh i, I what i want to say is it's like my favorite new fender color right but like i can't think how far back that goes but it's, <laughs> it's definitely my favorite modern fender color right and like i've never really been a big blue fan in general i guess i mean i like sonic blue i like daphne blue but anything sort of more recent you know like uh like candy apple blue i've never been a big fan of i, I tell you what this looks like it, it looks a bit like tails turquoise which is another color yes. i do really like which it, which um, is an amazing color tails turquoise is incredible and that's always been custom shop only uh, but this kind of looks a bit like that, and both the Miami Blue and the Dark Knight—they don't. I don't think you can get across how good they look from photographs. Like I put a picture of the Dark Knight uh, Jazzmaster up on my Instagram, and a bunch of people were just like, "Oh, oh, I saw the pictures of this on the Fender website, and I thought it looked bad. This looks really good, and it does. Like it looks so good in real life, and trying to get a decent photo of it is really difficult." Um, but yeah, that's amazing. The neck has got this new kind of, it's called supernatural finish. 
Um, and uh, and that's really, really nice. And then there's also kind of a continuation of the Ultra series, which had the um, the differently shaped, the different shaped neck heel, neck contour. Um, the uh, Pro 2 has that as well. So it's got like the offset fourth bolt, um, which is interesting. So uh, something to watch out for if you are... It does feel like a like lot changing of... Changing necks and stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. It does feel like a lot of um, upgrades on this one. It feels like, the, you know, the the Pro 2, they've really uh, they've really pushed what Fender's standard range of guitars are, are supposed to represent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I, I think that I think I think Fender's done a good job of doing that kind of across the board with with most of the like modern releases. Um, but yeah, I, I, with kind of every release, I think there's one or two models in particular that really stand out. And um, like for the Player series, for me, that was the Strat and the P Bass. I thought they were just absolutely astonishing. Like just which is why i bought the strat obviously um i just think it's a great uh it was such a step up above the standard and mm. with the pro 2 i think the jazz master and the uh and the strat are the two 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 models from that but um yeah it's it's difficult it's it's, it's uh yeah I'll, I'll get this over to you so you can try it joe because yeah. i think i think you'll i think you'll really like it the trend yeah, in particular is, is really interesting it's really cool it's been a long time since I played a Jazzmaster as well, so I'll, I'll mm. look forward to that. Um, Matt Knight, last last week uh, we were an- answering some questions. I think on the Patreon episode, and Andy Manley had a question about um, about like Marshalls in a box. I think it was something like that, and it got us on to talking about uh, Marshalls pedal range, and that resulted in you making a purchase this week. Did so actually during that podcast uh, when I was googling <laughs> when I was googling Marshall Governor and just getting my facts straight. Um, it was interesting. I googled the phrase Marshall Governor pedal, I think, and a listing came up for a wet, for a tiny dealer. Uh, I guess shout out to the Music Vault, um, which was based in a tiny like it's an inner market it's a stall in a market basically like an indoor market uh that had one for sale an original marshall governor uh mark one um at a reasonable price so i purchased it during the podcast uh basically <laughs> or, or very soon after uh and it turned up a couple of days later and uh bloody great um, so this is the old the the large um, so this is the, the large, large... Sort of black and red box is that right or... yes uh, so oh, i can hear it i can hear it in the background wow yeah that might be uh that might be me clambering around um basically yeah the original martian in a box because it was designed to be a martian in a box as we were saying last on the patreon last week um started the whole kind of revolution i think for that introduced in 88 and discontinued in 91 um basically the sound of uh, a cranked marshall in a box using solid state technology and made famous by gary moore as it was on the cover of still got the blues and and everything um and it it was interesting because this week also just as a as a bit of news friedman released the small box amp in a pedal the small box being their take on that sort of uh tweaked hot rodded harmonically rich sort of marshall uh which is also now in a box uh, and it made me realize how many um how many are out there i got my repaired uh jhs 80 andy timmons uh signature um which i think is kind of almost that mi crunch box which is based on a marshall governor um pop rod a little bit more andy timmons uses uh, uses boogies now so there's a couple of sort of boogie appointments on that um but really really good just instantly just felt nice to play, uh, you know, like we were talking about the revival drive earlier. Just felt a bit organic. Felt it responded really, really well, um, and a really cool thing, which I didn't realise it had until I actually sort of looked at a few more pictures and read about it a bit more. Little effects loop on it, so you get a um, a Y cable stereo to dual mono, um, and then you can put a pedal in the loop of the Marshall. So when you turn it on, you can get like a delay or, or whatever. So I was pairing that with my old trusty dd3 and uh i just played for ages i was like this is brilliant that little phase 90 
I was like, oh, it's everything, everything I need. That's um, very cool. Yeah, so very, very cool. So Marshall, it was a made in Korea version. I think they made a few in the UK first. They were going for silly money, like two hundred and like over two hundred and fifty quid. Uh, found an article from uh, Mike Piera, who runs Analog Man, mm-hmm. and he was like, "They're the same circuit." So I was like, "That's fine." Um, <laughs> You know, so uh, but no, it's really good. And actually, I, I meant to I meant to reach out to our friend friend Thorpey um, because I then a beat it with my Dane, um, and I could dial the Dane into a very very similar vibe. And I don't think you know Thorpey does circuits his own way, and I'm sure it's not anything. You know, he, I know he doesn't do clones, but it was interesting to get that same sort of feel and, and game range out of it. Um, but depending on our rules for the pedal board build off, Joe, I might I yeah. might have to put this on on here. It's just I don't think really there's going to be there's not going to be any restrictions to sort of current pedals. I don't think. I, I don't know. I don't we'll, know we'll, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, we, still, um, we still need to work out the rules. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I was really impressed by this Marshall Governor, and a lot of people. Yeah, a few people have been saying, "Oh, what's the best Marshall in the box?" I would say if you can find one. Uh, hunt down one of these governors. Mm. Definitely, as some people, quite a few people, in fact, have noted, they're not constructed as solidly as you would hope. No. Um, the switch, I must admit, the switch is a bit uh, a bit flimsy. Um, and apparently, the uh, all of the hardware jacks are proprietary. So if you break them, uh, oh, no. they don't. They, <laughs> they, apparently, Fender do a part for an amp, a headphone amp, um that still that still works with them um so sorry say that again so apparently there's their proprietary jacks but fender make a stereo phone jack uh which has got a part number here which apparently works in its place okay so uh, i think i know i I think i know what that part is but uh yeah very interesting just list those part numbers out jay you know you want to um (laughs) so yeah um i I got that this week very good and uh yeah welcome addition to the uh to the collection i might put it on the shelf might put it on one of the pedal shelves until it finds home on on a pedal board but uh yeah good little find i think very nice indeed now that's uh, that pretty much brings us up to time on this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We we're going to go and continue this over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds um, where we're, we're going to be talking about we I want to talk about the new Dunnable guitars, the affordable line of Dunnable guitars. So we'll talk about those, maybe the new Morgan amp and the new Mesa Boogie. And maybe maybe we'll squeeze in a question. We'll see if we can. We will see if we can Half, manage Well, we did that. three a couple of weeks ago, two uh, last week. So I think we're if we have one them. question, then I think, you okay. know. We're, we're certainly getting through them. And if you, dear listener, want to come and continue this uh, high level of guitar geekery, then you can join <laughs> us on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. There are three separate tiers where you can do that. A $1, which will get you this episode ad-free and early each week. A $5 tier, which will get you that, plus access to our entire back catalogue of mini-series and Patreon specials. And then there's the $10 tier, where you get all of those things, plus you get your name sung in a uh, podcast song at the end of every episode. Now, this week, um, I'm having some electrical work done on my house tomorrow morning, which means that I have to go and edit the podcast tonight as, as soon as we finish podcasting oh, i was actually thinking matt i don't know about you but i was really feeling like a bumper episode of yeah the, uh, Patreon <laughs> six of hours yeah 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 I, I, you know what i was i was really feeling maybe what we should do is we should watch both the dread films mm. and then Great. spend some time simultaneously yeah no 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 Great. one after another one after another no we watch it simultaneously twice yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. of course yeah, yeah. um <laughs> how's that sound joe sound good it, it sounds fine <laughs> But uh, yes, the, I mean the the problem being, I normally I normally sing the podcast song. I normally record that in the in the morning, but I'm going to have to do it like late tonight. I'm going to be like shouting into my microphone. I'm, I might have to do some sort of whispered version of the song. Oh, uh, very week. nice. But, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Anyway, dear listener, you can join us on all the social medias with at Guitar Nerds, and uh, you know come and hang out with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye. Shh. Everyone be quiet. Don't speak loud. My neighbours are sleeping. I don't
on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns